This week's episode of Life Planning 101 originally aired in 2019. Please enjoy. Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Our expert and special guest, as always, from Kennedy Financial Services here in Eastland, Angela Robinson. Good morning. Good morning. Happy to be here this morning, and I'm real excited about today's show. Um, want to work ahead a rather than in arrears. You know, most of the time our business uh, deals with the arrears. People come to us after there's a problem and then we try to fix it. And it's so much easier if you try to do things ahead of time, right? But that's life, isn't it? We do it with our health. We do it with our weight. We do it with everything. It's just human nature, I suppose. So we're going to do what we call a little preventative financial care today. And here's where I kind of got this. There's an old adage, right? That people don't plan to fail they fail to plan and even though that's an adage we we have actually been working with people for now I say we granted I am not this old but been working with people for over 37 years now in the life planning fields so you started when you were yeah zero, zero. Uh, so, yeah but uh, <laughs> but no and that includes my dad my brother uh, my husband myself and what we've learned is this is very true you know like I mentioned people come to us when it's only too late and they had the oh what if I or oh should have could have would have how how should I so one of the things I want to talk about today is when do you know to pull the trigger to go get help and you know what does that actually mean and I think one reason behind people's procrastination is that they're very overwhelmed you know by the complexity of the task okay whatever it is whether it's selling a business whether it's retiring whether it's just paying your income taxes you know you're overwhelmed by that complexity and you don't know where to start I would, would, would you agree with that? Most people just don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we, what we found is we feel it's important for every family to seek help and take time to focus on questions that need to be addressed for the what ifs. Because if you plan for the what ifs when they come, because they will come, it's just a matter of which ones, right? But when they come, it's so much easier to already have some plans in place and some options. Now, that's not saying you can set things in stone and just set sail, right? Because life happens, things change, your family dynamics change, your future and goals, your health, you know, your money circumstances change. So you've got to tailor to that, but always kind of knowing where you are so you know where you can navigate is really important. And there's a book out there, and I, I love this book. It's by Malcolm Gladwell, and it's called Outliers. And it talks about um, the fact that it takes 10,000 hours of deliberate practice to master any skill. 10,000 hours of deliberate practice. And my guess is, if you really think about it in your life, your successes have probably been a result of this. If you think over the areas of your life you've been successful, it's probably because you've spent a lot of practice, deliberate practice in that area. Now, there are the rare cases where there's just pure luck, okay? But for the most part, that's probably the case. That's 416 days. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's 10 years. 
basically. So if you actually take out, um, you know, the amount of hours that you work um, in a week and what you have left yep, over. Yeah. Yep. So it's about okay. 10 years of that practice. That sounds about right. Yeah. So, you know, on the other side of this token, my guess is that there's other areas of life where you haven't spent 10,000 hours of deliberate practice. <laughs> and that's the most obvious reason that you seek out professional help, right? Your doctor, your CPA, your attorney, your advisor, all those different people. And actually, uh, I, I found this really interesting. There is a uh, an article that came out in Money Magazine back in 2008 with Richard Branson. Okay, and uh, Richard okay. Branson is uh, Virgin, the the you know all the Virgin Airlines, Virgin Records, that guy, right? Billionaire. Billionaire okay, mm-hmm. and what he talked about in the article was that he didn't have any knowledge financially at all, and he said being humble about what you don't know is the most important aspect of life. I find that to be so true, right? That's smart. Smart people recognize their weaknesses. That's exactly right. And um, and being able to go seek help, right? You hear Donald Trump up there all the time. Now, I'm not going to get into politics, but Uh you hear hear him all the time talking about, I'm going to hire the best in this area. I'm going to hire the best in this area. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, why do you think he's a billionaire? Because that's what he's done with his life. Now, whether you like the guy or not, facts are facts. So let's go a little deeper than that 10,000 hours of mastery. The fact is with your financial picture, there is no adequate amount of information that you can study or number of hours that you can spend in school learning everything you need to know in order to totally manage your life and financial plan. And I'm going to talk about why that is when we come back. And we're going to talk about what we call the eight life planning issues that we use as preventative care. Sounds fantastic. Cannot wait. You're listening to Life Planning 101 with Angela Robinson. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back in, folks, to the second segment of Life Planning 101. Our guest and expert, of course, Angela Robinson, every Monday morning. But now let's get back to our topic, preventative financial care. That's right. And uh, we left you with kind of a cliffhanger. So let's get back to it. Before the end of the last segment, I talked about that there is no adequate amount of information that you can study in school or elsewhere that you can learn everything you need to know to manage your own life plan and financial plan. Isn't that crazy that I would even say that? That is crazy. Well, the reason why is because the only way to truly learn it is through experiences. And unless you are in the advisory profession, you're only going to get one experience at most of this stuff. Would you agree with that? Yes. One unless time, you have a crystal ball. Yeah. One time to retire. One time to sell your business, most likely. One time to actually enter a long-term care facility if that's something that ends up happening to you. One time to die, for sure. I, I know I can put you know my full bets on that one. You know, So we only get one of these experiences. But the thing is, is we've been experiencing these things for over 37 years. And we've gone through goods and bads. And I will tell you, we are still learning. Every day we're still learning. We found out two huge things last year that we've gotten every single one of our clients to take advantage of that had to do with their legal documents. It was so important this last year. And, you know, we spend, I can't tell you, countless hours studying 
all these types of literature that we get on a weekly and monthly basis. We go to schools. We spend a ton of money on coaches, outside professionals, inside professionals, hiring the right people and getting them trained up on different specialties. And so we can stay informed about things that are changing in our industry. And I think that is so important to be able to have somebody that you trust with a knowledge to help you get through those circumstances. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, again, a lot of people just wait. They say, okay, well, when the time comes, I'll call them. Well, I'm going to share with you some stories today about some experiences that we've had after the fact when it's only too late because people have come to us and they said, oh, and this is what happened. So what exactly is preventative financial care? And to us, like I mentioned before the break, it's addressing what we call these eight life planning issues. Now, like I mentioned, it's not going to be a priority for everybody to have all of these eight at the same time. And some people never face all eight. But it's kind of like when you go to a doctor and they have generic questions that they ask you and they take your temperature and your blood pressure and all these things. Why did they do that? Get a baseline. They get a baseline, right? So these are the baseline issues that kind of spider out into the real issues, into the things that are really going to address your situation. So let's go through these. First one that we address, and by the way, uh, one thing you'll notice is they don't have a lot to do with money, but they have everything to do with money. So <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> yes. So the first of these is family support issues. You know, a lot of people today are in what we call a sandwich generation. They're taking care of their kids and their parents, maybe emotionally, physically, financially, all at the same time. And maybe they even have a spouse that's ill and they're taking care of it. And, and you know, one of the things that we've learned is how to plan for this situation. And sometimes learning how to get help, learning how to say no is a big factor. I'll tell you a story about a client that we have, and they've been a client for a long time. And they have always wanted to do the right thing. And they, they, they come in every time they say, well, we know we should be doing this, but they just don't. And one of the things that they've done is they've given and given and given to their children. Their children are grown adults. Both of them are in their 40s. And financially, both of them have had issue after issue after issue. And they've gave so much that now both of them in their late 60s as planning to keep working as long as they can to be able to help their children and grandchildren out, the husband has developed Alzheimer's. Hmm. And he's not able to work, and he's the primary income earner. So what do you think about that? They're going to be forced to retire. They're going to be forced to sell their home, forced to basically sell their lifestyle that they've been accustomed to their whole life because he can't bring in any more income because he wasn't able to say no to his kids. And I think that's so important because we have the kids, and you can't say that we don't love our kids or we won't want to support them in any way, shape, or form. You know, that's not what it's about. But is there other ways to go about things? Is there other ways to do things? And there are. And addressing that ahead of time, addressing having someone to help you through that, I mean, honestly, who do you talk to about your children? Anybody besides your spouse? Probably not. You know, one of the things that we found is when we, we talk to a couple, you know, we'll, we'll open up and I, I always laugh because my dad says, and he'll say it right in front of me, all of our kids are dysfunctional, right? <laughs> it's just a matter of how dysfunctional each one of them what is degree? and, and yeah. in what way, right? We're all dysfunctional and we are, we're all dysfunctional humans, as humans right? right? But what that does is it allows a husband and wife to actually, and sometimes we'll see it, they'll look at each other and then they just start talking to us about each of their kids. And, you know, sometimes that needs to happen to have that extra advice on what's going on. So charitable gifting issues, that's another issue. We talked about that a couple weeks ago on the show about mm -hmm. 
not disinheriting your kids, but being able to give more. And how do you how are you able to accomplish that? Or giving more while you're living. And charitable giving can be used in all sorts of fashion, retirement, taxes, business planning, all kinds of things can evolve around that. So if you've got something in your heart that's important to you, how are you able to do that, accomplish that? And, and how are you able to pass that piece of your legacy on to that next generation? When we come back, we're going to talk about the six remaining life planning issues, and these are going to get a lot more in depth, so you don't want to miss them. Very good. More Life Planning 101. Keep it right here. you're just joining us you're listening to life planning 101 preventative financial care preventative being the main word here right angela robinson that's right and we're talking i'm I'm sharing with you some of the stories that we've encountered with what we call our eight life planning issues and and we use those in a proactive way we found it incumbent on us to be able to be that general physician on that life planning team and take a disciplined approach to managing all of these issues regularly often you know so we've talked about family support issues and charitable gifting issues now let's talk about for a minute about business succession planning issues okay Okay. so let's say you're passing that business on to the next generation you've got a kid in the business and a kid not in the business but all your wealth is wrapped up in your business how do you you know pass it on to the child that's in the business without disinheriting your other child that's a that's an often a common problem right problems are complicated yeah they are Um, what about just selling your business and paying as little taxes as possible you know a lot of people can come to us and they say I've sold my business and I need help I've got this big tax bill well if you would have come to us about a year ago (laughs) maybe we could have helped with this so you know that's really big or even more than that or you know, uh, being forced to sell your business, right? What if um, your spouse has passed away and left you with a business that you're being forced to sell because you cannot run it physically or uh, mentally or emotionally or just incapable because, um, say, for instance, our business, financial planning. My mom, she's not a licensed person. She's never been in our business before. There's no possible way that she could run our business. You know, how do you manage those types of things but still be able to take care of your spouse in the process? Um, and I will tell you, we've, we had a story recently about a uh, gentleman that sold his business and he self-financed it to that new owner, did some owner financing for him. And uh, it was an oil business. And guess what? Today, he's not able to pay his note anymore. And because he didn't set it up right from the get-go, the new owner refused to get any type of insurance or any type of security or collateral or anything for him to be able to take back. And, you know, had we visited with him beforehand, there was a lot of opportunities to be able to protect things like that. So I think that's really important from the emotional aspect to the money aspect to that. Legacy planning issues. You know, we talked about dysfunctional children and your wealth is so much more than your money. It's, you know, a chance to be able to pass on your legacy, those important values to you. And how do you do that? Or how do you protect your legacy from second marriages and divorces? Have you ever thought about that? You know, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, when husband and wife, they've been together for 45 years and husband passes away, never dreams that his wife would get remarried, but she does. And then guess what? Let's say that she marries a snake in the grass and she develops dementia and the husband leaves her with all her money. We've seen it happen. We've seen it happen. 
So, you know, being able to create that legacy plan and and protect those assets is so important. Insurance issues. I always say insurance is like a piece of Swiss cheese. I got that from my dad. It's it's got tons of holes in it, right? (laughs) And um, just an example of this is we actually had a client come to us and he had a policy on his mother and his mother was in hospice for the third time and there was a million dollar policy. And he said, well, just want you to look at this, make sure everything's okay. Well, thank goodness we got all of our information back in time because the policy was within one month of lapsing. They had put over a million dollars into that insurance policy, and they were about to get zero out of it. Wow. Yes. And, you know, knowing, you know, keeping up with that on an annual basis, reviewing those policies, whatever type of policies there are, is so crucial, so important. Every insurance policy that we have written, we review it annually annually to see how it's doing because we know how important that actually is liability issues again it kind of goes back to that asset protection we were in the car coming home from abilene one day and my dad received a phone call from one of our clients and uh, he said i've i've got a problem he said i'm on the tollway in in dallas and i've hit the back of a car and a little boy's legs have been cut off and the gentleman did not have the proper amount of coverage He had left our office six months before and didn't do everything that we asked him to do. And he had a $10 million business that was open to full asset liability. Pretty scary, right? So how can you protect that? And a little known secret is there's a cheap way to protect it. Couple hundred bucks a year to protect that type of situation. Isn't that crazy? And only the experts know it. Yeah. So, you know, being able to, to look at that ahead of time and make sure everything's in order the way it should be. Tax issues. I don't think anybody likes paying taxes. And what if I could tell you that there was a way to pay less taxes than what you're paying? I'm all in. Right? Yes. 99% of the tax returns we look at, there is a way to do it. 99% of them. Think about that. That's huge. It's just free money that's that you're tossing out the window. That's right. Every year to the government. And I hope you like them. Investment issues, you know, and and like I mentioned, this is the last of the eight because we really can't help people with their investments unless we work through all those other issues. Because how would we know what's best for their situation? How would we know what their risk needs to be or what their timeline is or what their unique situation is? And when it comes to investments themselves, there are so many common mistakes. I I can't even get them into, into them all today. But what I will tell you is a lot of people fail to do what we call coordination. And it's kind of like this. Let's say I go to my three favorite restaurants and I get my three favorite dishes. I got an Italian dish, a Mexican dish, and a seafood dish. And I throw it all into one bowl and I mix it up. Not so tasty. Not so tasty. (laughs) But that's what people do with their investments because they don't look at everything else first. And it's so important to do that. And I want to leave you with one last story that talks about these eight life planning issues in general. It was a gentleman that we got introduced to through one of our seminars that we used to do through the universities. And we went to see him and we spent time with him and his wife going through their plan and yada, yada. And he was a doctor and he'd worked for several years and worked very, very hard. And you could see the stress written all over his face. And so when we got through the plan and everything, we said, well, you could have retired three years ago. And his eyes lit up so bright. And the next time we went to see him, we couldn't even find him. He was in his waiting room in his uh, Hawaiian shirt and his sandals. (laughs) He was so ready to retire. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But the sad thing is, is two weeks later, he had a stroke Mm. and died because he didn't know what he didn't know, that he could have eliminated the stress years before. And sometimes I think it's so important that we just take a step back and we be 
humble to the fact that we don't know what we don't know. We all want to be independent, successful, capable, respected, but I found that the more humble and realistic a person is about their limitations, the more successful that they usually are. You know, they continue to do what they do best while they leave the rest to other people who know to do what they do best. I believe God gave each of us a gift, a unique ability, and yours is whatever it is. You know, mine is helping people acquire the ability to live life on purpose because of life and financial decisions that we help them make. My name is Angela Kennedy Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in uh, Eastland, Texas. Again, email us your question, lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Gigantic round of applause for Angela Robinson and everyone at Kennedy Financial Services. Thank you so much. Great tips every single week, folks. Don't miss the program. But if you do, katxradio.com or kwbyradio.com. We're going to rebroadcast this program at 9 o'clock on Saturdays, and then you can also hear the program online and read the article. Until next time, blessings to each and every one of you. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.